Well, hi, and welcome to Gospel Time Podcast with your host, Matthew Travis, coming to you live from Connorsville, Indiana. Every Monday and Saturday, we come out with a biblical topic on our podcast. To download this episode, go to the link below. To listen to our podcast or learn more about us, please go to our website for our podcast, and that is gtp.org. Well, thank you very much for tuning in to today's episode. Hope you guys will enjoy and like this episode. Thank you very much. Time podcast today. Uh, previously on Gospel Time podcast, we were talking with Brother Rob Rasner, and uh, and we were talking about a subject called More Than Conquerors from uh, Romans chapter eight, verse thirty-seven. And today we are going to continue that conversation. So please stay with us for the part two of today's today's conversation. Well, today we're going to talk a little bit about Christian warfare with Brother Rob. And uh, the first thing I want to talk about is is this lesson is Christian warfare. It is a folly for any man to attempt to fight in his own in his own strength. The world and the flesh and the devil are too much for any man. But if you we were linked to Christ by faith and has formed uh, he has formed us of the hope of glory, then we shall get the victory over any every enemy. It is believers who are the overcomers thanks be unto god which always causes us to triumph in christ through him we shall be more than conquerors i wouldn't think of talking to unconverted men about overcoming the world for it is utterly impossible that they might as well try to cut down the american force forest with their not pen knives but a good many christian people make this this make they think the battle is already fought and won. They have a idea that all they have to do is to put their oars down in the bottom of the boat and the current will drift them into the ocean of God's eternal love. But we have to cross the current. We have to learn how to watch and fight and how to overcome the battle is only just commence the Christian life is a conflict and warfare and the quicker we find it out the better there is no not a blessing in this world that God has no not linked to himself to all the great and higher blessings God associates with himself when God and man work together then it is that there is going to be victory so, Brother Rob, I would like to tell you, uh, talk to you, uh, tell us about uh, victory and uh, how we can overcome. Well, the Bible tells us uh, we're more than conquerors. And uh, <clears throat> he also told us the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty for bringing down strongholds. I know uh, the Bible says we don't wrestle, wrestle against flesh and bone, but against principalities and powers of the air. And uh, a lot of times, uh, just like they did in the New Testament there, when uh, Jesus was uh, fulfilling his earthly ministry. 
when it came time for them to choose between him and Barabbas, uh, they chose Barabbas because uh, they wanted to uh, uh, they wanted a, f a pleasure in the flesh, and uh, that's one of the reasons that uh, Islam's so popular is because uh, Islam says pick up the sword and convert, and uh, Jesus uh, insinuates that uh, if we uh, live by the sword, we'll die by the sword. So uh, we're not conquerors through our flesh, through uh, laying on of hands for fighting with men, and uh, there's a lot of things that are out of our control, but we are more than conquerors uh, through the Spirit. And uh, we get our flesh under subjection, and we walk in the Spirit, and uh, we're Spirit-filled. We have a daily uh, prayer life and, uh, and uh, go to church when the church doors are open, stay as full of the Spirit as we can, sanctify the flesh, and let God touch us. We can uh, be overcomers and be conquerors. A lot of people want to uh, use the flesh, you know, fight fire with fire, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. But uh, Jesus, you know, said if your enemy uh, smacks, smites you, give, you turn the other cheek, let him smite the other cheek. And uh, a lot of times that's hard to do. It's easier to say than to do. But uh, we're conquerors through the spirit, through the spirit world. And that's how, you know, the uh, Bible said, the Apostle Paul said that uh, nothing could separate us from the love of God, neither height nor depth, for uh, famines, or uh, he'd been through a whole lot, shipwreck, and been beat, and uh, people tried to kill him, been stoned, but yet he still served the Lord. And uh, a lot of folks, uh, you know, this old flesh, we want to get revenge, we want to get even, we want to hurt people when they hurt us, but uh, Jesus said, uh, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you, love your neighbors yourself. And a lot of times, you know, we fail in those areas as Christians, but uh, if we're going to be conquerors, we have to overcome the desires of the flesh and the desires to strike back, the desires to get even. And uh, the more closer we get to God, I don't want to sound like I've arrived because I've definitely not. I'm, we can all do better, but uh, it's easy to, to, to just react on this flesh, give people a piece of our mind. Uh, the old saying is, keep giving the people a piece of your mind. Eventually, you won't have enough mind to give away, but... Uh, you know, if we let God handle it, the Bible said that uh, since the time of John the Baptist, the uh, kingdom of heaven, heaven suffered violence and the violent taking it by force. And what it's talking about is prayer, spiritual warfare. And uh, that's how we fight our battles. There's a song they sing at church. This is how we fight our battles. We don't do it with fists. We don't do it with weapons, but we do it uh, through the spirit world, through uh, the weapons that God gave us, the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, shield of faith, sword of the word, our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel, our loins girt about with the truth. That's how we fight how fight our battles through the spiritual world. We need to crucify the members of the flesh, not do the works of the flesh, but uh, let our fruit uh, grow and let our the fruit of the spirit, you know, that uh, Galatians talks about. Uh, that's how we fight our battles. We just, uh, we become more fruitful. Uh, John said he must increase and I must decrease. And uh, we could all do a little more decreasing. Yes, sir, that is right. Uh, like Jesus said in uh, the Bible, ye are of God, little children have overcome them, but greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And the only man that ever conquered this world was complete victor was Jesus Christ. And when he shouted on the cross, it is finished, he, it was the shout of a conqueror. He had overcome every enemy he had met sin and death, and he had met every foe that you and I would have to, and and I have to got to meet. 
and have come off victor now i am now if i have got the spirit of christ if i have got that same life in me then it is that i have got a power that is greater than any power in the world amen And with that same power, I I I overcome the world. There's a verse in the Bible, and it is in Romans chapter eight, verse thirty-one, and it says, "What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who could be against us? To be more than conquerors, we need to have these principles. These principles are faith. Number two, the armor of God. Number three, hope, and number four, prayer in the Bible." There's a uh, Bible verse in 1 Corinthians 15, 50, uh, verse 57, and the Bible says, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So, Brother Rob, can you maybe uh, talk about us, uh, talk a little bit about these uh, four principles? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, t I hit a little bit there on the armor of God. Uh, faith, you know, the substance of uh, things hoped for evidence of things not seen um, I hope I didn't butcher that up but uh, faith that's that's a thing that uh, right there when we come into the family of God we're all given a measure of faith and uh, you know the more we see God move and the more we see God answer our prayers when I first got saved I had a list of prayers I turned in we had a prayer box where I went to church and we'd pray over that before we dismissed every night and I put a big long notebook full of uh, prayer requests on there and uh, one of them was I lived across the road from a uh, gravel pit and uh, it was always dusty and I prayed that they would pave that uh, access road to the gravel pit and one day I was coming home from church and I got that was praying and I I thought how that I had like 10 requests on that piece of paper nine of them had been answered and uh, as we I was coming down the road I said Lord I said you answered them all except for that one request about the paving of the road and as I come around the curve there by my house, I seen a paving crew uh, on the uh, gravel road there paving that uh, access road, across the road from my house. And you know what? I mean, God didn't have to do that. I mean, I don't seek after a sign. Uh, we don't have to have, you know, uh, somebody prophesy to me all the time or anything like that. But as a young Christian, you know, it showed me, I believed when I turned those requests in that he would answer them. And that increased my faith. And, uh, you know, God don't always answer the way that we want him to. But when he does, let's not forget uh, the, the things that he's done for us because that will increase our faith. And that's how we become conquerors. And then hope. Uh, the Apostle Paul said, if I had hope in this life only, I'd be of most men most miserable. I mean, what other hope is there? If we want to get off this ball of dirt called earth that God's created for us, not saying that disrespectfully, but if we want to get off this globe, off of this, this world, uh, if we want to make it off of here and out of here and escape judgment, we're going to have to uh, have hope that uh, Jesus Christ exists. We have to, we have hope. We have that blessed hope, and we know we don't understand all things. Uh, some things are unclear, but I have that hope that uh, loved ones that went on before that were saved are in the arms of Jesus, uh, resting with Him. I have hope that if I am uh, going to make it out of this world someday, if I keep doing what I'm supposed to do, we have a better country, just like. Uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 11 talked about those ones that uh, they didn't uh, see that country they were going toward, but they had a hope that they were going to make it. They were pilgrims passing through. 
uh, one of the things that I think that uh, the church world's lacking today, we've lost that pilgrim mentality. How many people you know, they're more worried about getting a better job, advancing their career, getting a bigger house, a better car, more money in the bank, and all those things are nice if you have them, but if you don't have them, we still have a hope. We're just pilgrims passing through. If you notice, uh, my forefathers, my grandparents, uncles, aunts, the elders that I grew up going to church with, a lot of them lived in small houses. I know folks that didn't even have a car that worked uh, jobs for 30, 40, 50 years, didn't even own an automobile or have a driver's license. They weren't wrapped up in material things. Not saying it's wrong to have things, but uh, we have hope in another life. We don't put our hope in this world. We don't put our hope in politicians, but we put our hope in the things to come in that heavenly kingdom. And in prayer in the Bible, the fourth uh, point that Brother uh, uh, Matthew had uh, mentioned there, prayer in the Bible, if we don't have daily devotions, we're going to wither away. If you didn't talk to your wife for weeks at a time or months at a time, that relationship's going to fall apart. Just like we talk to our loved ones and our, and our uh, family and our wives and husbands, we have to talk to God. We have to read the Bible. When we read the Bible, it feeds our soul. <coughs> Excuse me, it feeds our soul. If uh, some of us, you know, we can't go, we have trouble fasting a day, let alone going uh, days and days without eating. But uh, when we don't read the Bible, we'll starve to death. And if we don't do our daily devotions, we'll wither away. Somebody asked me one time how people could come to the altar. God could save them, uh, shout and run and, and uh, uh, speak in tongues, uh, um, receive the baptisms of the Holy Ghost, see the Spirit of God move all over them. And a few weeks later, their backs let us. Well, they didn't pray. They didn't read their Bibles. They didn't pray. Uh, if you don't pray, the old saying goes, you're going to stray. And uh, that's... That's one of the. Uh, that's probably the key thing. I heard uh, one preacher say, "If you got five minutes to prepare for a message, he said you better spend three of those minutes praying." And uh, you know that's kind of a, kind of a comical little uh, illustration. But we need to spend more time praying and studying the Word of God. Amen, Brother Roth. Uh, well. Uh Today, if you just joined with us, we are talking with Brother Rob Rasner, and uh, he is my friend, and we have been uh, uh, getting to be uh, have a friend relationship, and I just wanted to have him on this podcast. We could talk a little bit, so uh, we're going to be uh, talking a little bit more here. Uh, conquerors, the word conquerors means to, is to mean to gain or acquire by force of arms, to overcome by force of arms to gain mystery over or win by overcoming obstacles or opposition to overcome by mental or moral power to be victorious dominant overpower specific by subdue subject sub judge date subordinate or vanquish so that's what we have to do is to be victorious we got to have to overcome obstacles or opposition and we got to win and conquer Satan with the name of Jesus well, brother Rob can you maybe uh, talk a little bit about these three uh, points I have right here well to uh, be victorious you know we uh, through Christ you know we all things are possible if we're going to be victorious we have to be led by the Spirit not get ahead of God but yet when he says to move, we have to listen to God. We have to be obedient to his word, follow his precepts and his, uh, you know, his uh, 
the different things in the Bible. He talks about uh, one of the things that's lacking in a lot of uh, churches and a lot of uh, religious circles is the, the life of holiness. You know, when you get saved, you, you become a new creature in Christ, but uh, old things pass away, and behold, all things become as new. But that means we live a life uh, separated, sanctified. Uh, we live a holy life according to his word, according to his ordinances, according to his uh, con the concepts in the Bible. Jesus, there's a lot of things throughout the New Testament that uh, a lot of people think that's not relevant today. But if we're going to be victorious, we have to live a victorious life. And uh, it's possible we can live clean above sin. We can live above uh, all the things of the world. But uh, to do that, we have to follow God's word. And uh, the second point was... Uh, we got to overcome obstacles or opposition. Well, to do that, we... Uh, David said, uh, the, the psalmist said he ran through a troop, uh, leaped over the wall. How did that happen? Uh, through the Spirit of God. And uh, if we're going to get through obstacles, it's going to take the Spirit of God to leading our uh, our lives, take the Spirit of God. To, uh, I'd encourage anybody that doesn't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues to seek the Holy Ghost because once you do that, it gives you power for service. It gives you power to, uh, the, that word uh, power, that uh, uh, dynamite uh, was derived from. I can't remember the, the uh, Greek or Hebrew word for it, uh, didymus maybe, but uh, you know, when you receive that power of the Holy Ghost, it gives you power for service, power for witness, and it uh, gives you uh, teaching. It will, the Spirit of God will lead you and guide you, and uh, that's how we overcome. And then the third point was to... Uh, we got to win and conquer Satan with the name of Jesus. When we win and conquer Satan, we're more than conquerors of men. We're when we the devil's done been defeated. We can't do nothing with him in our flesh. Uh, the flesh is weak, but uh, we have the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, and we have the blood of Jesus. He hates those things. And, uh, the Bible tells us, you know, if uh, the devil can't cross the bloodline, I think First John says that uh, if we're uh, we walk in the light, season the light, we'll have fellowship one with another, and the blood of His Son Jesus Christ will cleanse us from all sin. The devil hates the blood. Because the blood symbolizes, and it has that's where the power was. God shed his life, was the uh, final solution for sin. And that's done, been won, that's done, history's done, been written. That's the great thing about the Bible, is history was written in advance. We can read in the Bible where Satan's going to be bound. He's going to be uh, chained up on the side of the pit. And uh, people are going to look up on him, say this is the one that deceived the nations. We've already won. We just have to, We've. it's, it's funny how the, uh, how Christians are. We've won the war. We've, we've just got to go through the battles. You know, most of the time battles are fought and then the war is won. But Jesus, when he went to Calvary, he won the war. But we still have to fight the battles even though we've already won the war. We just have to do those things for testimony. Uh, we have a cross to bear. And even though uh, victory's done been won and it's and we're going to make it through this life one day, if we stick with Jesus, we'll, we'll see him someday. We're going to go to our heavenly reward. But uh, we just need to constantly remember. I heard one man say, uh, to give an illustration, <clears throat> I'm not promoting anything like this, but one man I heard, he said that uh, he liked to record uh, football games. He's a, not a, a holiness man, but uh, he said when he'd come home from work, he'd look at the end of the game, see who won, then he could watch his football game a little bit uh, easier knowing that his team won. Well, you know, if the world can take ease in that and take comfort in that, we can look at the end of the Bible. We can see where we're going. Where do we've done one victory? Uh, Jesus conquered death, hell, and the grave. 
took the sting of death and he gave the example and uh, we've already won the battle we just have to go through the uh, war until we or the war he's won the war we got to go through the battles till we uh, finish this life well Matthew chapter 10 verse uh, Matthew chapter 4 verse 10 says then saith Jesus unto him get thee hence Satan for it is written thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and only him shalt thou serve so there's a verse related to this verse in the Bible and it, that's in James chapter 4 verse 7 Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. So, and it, verse 8 also says, Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, your ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. That's what we got to do is draw nigh to God. If Satan is tormenting you or make you doubt, there's a God that you can draw nigh to because the devil will make your you hopeless, aimless, and lonely. But when you... Come to God with an earnest heart and turn your heart to Him and draw nigh to Him. He will make you a conqueror, but you will be more than conquerors. You will be overcomers And Jesus because it says in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5 through 8, Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have for he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So that ye may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will fear not what men shall do unto me. Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow in considering the end of their conversation. Jesus Christ is saying yesterday and today and forever. Some people think that Jesus is not with them. They think they're alone. But you heard what verse 5 said in verse 8. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. But Jesus Christ is saying yesterday and today and forever. You can overcome and conquer Satan with the name of Jesus. You can fight the devil with the armor of God. You can fight the devil with prayer and fasting. You can fight with the word of God and overcome the prison that Satan has put you in. Whether it may be a prison of doubt, hopelessness, depression. You can conquer the prison that Satan has put you in. Like Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ with strength of me. So, Brother Rob, ain't that true? You can, uh, if you want to uh, talk a little bit about that, you can. Yeah, that's true. Every one of those... Uh scriptures were beneficial and uh, I mean the word is absolute but one thing that uh, stuck out there he's talking about when Jesus was being tempted uh, he resisted the devil with the word of God and that was an example for us you know Jesus being deity you know the father the son the holy ghost he's the second man of the Godhead and uh, all he had to do you know he he could have just spoke the word and the devil would have uh, uh, been in trouble but uh, instead he gave us the example by using the word of God a lot of times we we don't use the word of God to our advantage and uh, the enemy starts fighting you start quoting the word of God you start for you have trouble breaking through uh, I heard people say I pray but it's like just praying against a brick wall start start quoting the word of God the Bible said it's sharper than a two-edged sword and uh, Jesus is the word made flesh so when uh, 
when we're talking uh, the Word of God, I mean, it's just so powerful and it's underutilized. Sometimes people will let the spirit of fear come up on them and they'll just uh, not do what God would have them to do and they lose out on blessings and they grieve the spirit. But what we need to do is fight the devil with the Word of God. Well, today, since today's a special day and today's an important day, we are uh, doing a longer podcast today because we're talking with Brother Rob Rasner and uh, I'm your host, Matthew Travis, and we are talking with him and we're talking from a subject from Romans chapter 8, verse 37. We're talking about being conquerors and overcomers. And uh, like Brother Rob said, uh, I remember the story of Gideon. He only had 300 soldiers. And the Midianite army had more soldiers. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but listen now, Gideon won the battle. Now you guys, if anybody's listening, they would he, they, they would probably say what, mm-hmm. like what happened, like Gideon won the battle with only three hundred soldiers. How I, I don't know how Gideon would win a battle of probably I at least say probably over a thousand soldiers. Yeah. With only 300 soldiers. Now, if you, if you want to see a miracle of God, that was a miracle of God of yeah. conquering 300 soldiers over a bunch of soldiers. Yeah, with the, God takes the foolish things to confound the wise. And, uh, you know, a lot of times he took the a nation that wasn't even a nation of people that weren't even a people. And he took Abraham, gave him a promise. Now you have Israel. And everything that happens in the world, all the center of controversy... All the political discussions always turned to Israel. And uh, God took a small country and a small people and made them a great people and a powerful people. And, you know, we, he can do the same thing for us. He's not a respecter of person. We're grafted into the vine. It's not just for the Jew, but it's for the Gentile. And uh, once we receive the, you know, have the blood uh, cleanse us and wash us and we receive Jesus as our personal Savior, uh, we're, we're, we can go to the throne room of grace, cry, Abba, Father ask for help, seek, knock, and ask, and uh, he will help us. And it's amazing how he can take small things and take the underdog and just uh, use it for his glory. Now, I don't know about you, Brother Rob, but God did something that was impossible with man Yeah. at that time when he defeated uh, defeat the Midianite army. Yeah, he. Uh, there's a lot. I mean, you take... Uh, God tells us men to do stuff. Some things we don't understand. Uh, you know, I, I was, uh, a friend of mine was testifying while he was preaching one night. His aunt was standing at a uh, kitchen sink doing dishes, and a maniac had, uh, I can't remember if he escaped from a mental institute or a jail or what, but he was terrorizing the community. And he came in the, uh, the her door, as back at a time, part of the country where people didn't lock their doors. And uh, she was standing at the kitchen sink doing dishes. And this maniac come in to do her harm. She spun around. The Spirit of God hit her. And he ran out of the house. Well, he went down the road and brutalized some people and hurt some people. When, Long story short, when he was finally caught, they said, Why didn't you touch that little old lady that you walked in on her doing the dishes? He said, It wasn't a little old lady. It was them big dudes that were standing beside her. And, uh, you know, God don't need anybody. His Spirit, he's got angels. And uh, the Holy Ghost can just, uh, I mean, he parted the Red Sea. He brought down manna from on high. He's he's just capable of uh, taking a situation where we don't see no hope and just turning it around. But like it says in Matthew chapter 19, verse 26, it says, But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. 
so we can overcome Satan and his evil forces. I know you may be have worry or, or be afraid, but we could overcome and conquer Satan. I'm going to name some things that we need to overcome. The first one is doubt, fear, temptation, alcohol addiction, drug addiction, anxiety, depression, bad habits, anger, bitterness, criticism, cults, demons, depression, discouragement, drug abuse, enemies, envy, fame, flattery, gambling, gossip, grief, guilty, humility, laziness, loneliness, lust, the occult, pride, revenge, Satan, self-image, self-pity, shame, cursing. You can overcome these things with Jesus. If you don't have Jesus, you can get saved and turn your life to God. And my friend, when you do that, everything you did in your sinful life will be gone and overcome. Because when Jesus died on the cross, he overcame death, hell, and the grave. So my friend, when you get saved, your sins are passed away like First Second Corinthians 5.17 says. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. So, my friend, will you accept the gift because it's free? Like Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. It is a free gift. Will you accept it and be more than conquerors through him that loved us? So today, are you going to take a stand and let Satan know we're not going down with the church. The church, we're not going down. The church is not going down. The church is rising up. Will you do that? Going to war with Satan. I would because I want to let Satan know that I can't. I, he can't have my family, my soul, my faith, or my salvation. We need to be more than conquerors. We need to be overcomers. Well, Brother Rob, uh, you got anything to say about that? that you were naming that list of uh, things that God uh, could turn around I thought that uh, I have a friend he's a, a great uh, preacher in his own right has a great testimony but at one time he was uh, wrapped up in the world of drugs alcohol uh, street uh, ran the streets and uh, he even had satanic tattoos tattooed across the tops of his hands and uh, you know uh, his family said they'd never amount to nothing uh, the people that neighborhood said he'd never amount to nothing but uh, I remember when he knelt down at an old-fashioned altar and asked Jesus into his life got delivered from drugs and alcohol uh, God put his feet on a solid rock he become a preacher now he's a great preacher great man of God and uh, the tattoos have faded you wouldn't know they's there if you didn't know before uh, but yet uh, the Spirit of God is just as strong as it ever was God gave him a new lease on life uh, delivered him from all those things made him a soul winner and uh, you know, he was wrapped up in a lot of those things that you talked about. I was wrapped up in some of those things, and uh, God delivered me when I knelt down at an old-fashioned altar. God delivered me from those things. And if he touched me, he can touch you. Well, Brother Rob, I thank you for being on the podcast today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, if you would like to listen to the first part of this podcast and you didn't listen to it yet, and you would like to listen to it, you can go listen to that on YouTube or any streaming platform. Well, thank you for tuning in to Gospel Time Podcast. 
with your host, Matthew Travis. You can tune in next time to hear some more Gospel Time podcast. If you would like to know more about us, you can contact us at our Gmail, gospeltimepodcast.org at gmail.com. Well, thank you for tuning in again. God bless you, and have a wonderful rest of your day.